welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Ulav's Men podcast, and this is episode 12. I always have to check on my phone. I can't remember what the previous episode <laughs> was. But I'm here in the studio today with the uh, backup quarterback and starting wide receiver, Tormarten Freiland. Hey, hey. Welcome, buddy. Tak, tak. So we just had the the seven-on-seven seven tournament yesterday. Yeah. Which we've been talking about for, for weeks. Mm. And, uh, and you played quarterback together with Henrik from Kings. Yeah. How was it? Nei, det, vi startet, det er jo ikke lenge siden vi startet uh, med prosjektet. With you and quarterback? Som, ja. <laughs> så nei, jeg vet ikke når det startet. Det var vel for et par måneder siden, kanskje. Well, I remember Lindahl had brought it up to me when we were at Olavsfestivalen. Ja. And I was like, oh, dude, that's a fantastic idea. Of mm. course, you're taller than me. Yeah. You're athletic. You can throw the ball. So I was like, yeah. Nu vet Lindahl, han er en selger, egentlig. Egentlig. He really is. Ja, for han kom til mig og sa at du burde egentlig gjøre det. Ja, kanskje det. He did. Og så gikk det en dag. Jeg snakket med Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I was sold. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. I got excited right away. Yeah. I have a sure. So I just knew, all right, well, as, as soon as we start doing the off-season training, that you could be backup quarterback. And... Mm. Um, and this is actually the first time, well, I mean, I helped you become a quarterback when I was out for that season, but this is the first time we've ever had multiple quarterbacks training at practice. Mm. So we can actually go through drills. I mean, we've never done that before. Nei, vi har vært fire, fire quarterbacks på de siste... That's been great. It's mm. been you, me, Henrik, and uh, Renate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's never happened before where we've been able to dedicate like a half hour practice to just quarterback training. Mm. Did it help? For me, it's been a lot of help. I've learned a lot. I've played receiver where you're sent out to just take that route. Yeah, which is kind of a simple position to like know what your assignments are, but we were just watching the film. Yeah. Very hard for people to actually just jump in and become a great receiver. Mm. Yeah. You know, we saw guys that they're not lining up in the proper stance. And and even though that might seem like a, a very small detail that doesn't make a difference, it really does. Mm. You know, we're watching these slant routes. And if you're not taking the proper amount of steps, you're not going to get open. The timing is going to be off. I mean, the quarterback doesn't have faith in you. And it's uh, it's hard to be a great receiver. But yeah. you've been a great one. Yeah. <laughs> How many touchdowns did you have last season? How many touchdowns did you have last season? Uh, the yeah. mm. I think did you and Jokke end up tied? Yeah. 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 So I mean it, it Men I had Was so that the reverse or what was yeah, it? Yeah, reverse. They got called had the so, uh, <laughs> Hovard. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid block in the back. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Yeah. I'm post and sure that I was two yards back, man. I saw on film that it was around 20. Yeah. I remember when I was playing middle school football, uh, our coach said, The eye in the sky don't lie, boys. <laughs> That's true. You watch it on film and it's like, dude, that's so unnecessary. Mm. Call back that touchdown. Didn't need that one. Yeah. Nei, jeg har jo jobbet hardt som receiver. Eh, og det er jo sånn som receiver at du må jo finne din spilletype som er alt annet. Eh, og hvordan du klarer å løse oppgaven for å bli komme deg løs da. Og for å eh, løpe ri- rutene riktig. Eh, komme deg på riktig plass. Eh, sånn sett. Og det, det er ikke alltid på en sånn som det er i teorien som er best i praksis. Eh, så må du finne ut litt hvordan ting er for deg selv også. Eh, og det tror jeg vi så litt som problem i går at det var 
lite för lite erfaring med många receiverna. Well, and I was looking at the film from last year's seven on seven, mm. and one of the things that I noticed was, well, the first thing was that I always had pretty much the same receivers in all the time mm. for the most part. That helps a lot. Of, the, of those receivers that I had, it was like you, Jurgen, Sebe was in there, Blex. I mean, there's already four guys that over the five years as a club, mm. I've built up uh, really good chemistry with, with all of you guys. Yeah. So I know how you're going to run routes. You had a hodgepodge of just <laughs> all sorts of different players. I mean, you had O-linemen coming in there. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's fine. Like I, we had Espen last year playing in the, the seven on seven. But when you have so many different players that are coming in, it's hard to find a rhythm. Mm. You notice that at practice too. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing drills, it's like, man, the the speed of everybody is so so varied. You'll get some people where you you better release the ball immediately because yeah. they're so fast, and others <laughs> you might as well wait ten seconds before they even get to the place they're supposed to be. Yeah, that's something. That is still special, but yeah. Um, you have a a background in playing basketball, though, and yeah. I think that helps as a receiver too. I have actually background a little different in other but basketball is what I've been most familiar with. Sort of. I played ordinary football earlier, as almost all other people in the country. And then I've played a little triathlon and uh, something. So I've been cycling and swimming and running a few miles. Found out that it was <laughs> yeah, man, I, I tell you what, I just, you explain what a triathlon is to me, and immediately I'm like, nope, oh, no. that's nothing for me. <laughs> no, that's way too boring. Du må ha alt for lange treningsøkter, og så lagsport er jo mye, mye artigere. I feel like riding the bike might be fun. That would probably be the most interesting to me out of everything in a triathlon. Yeah. But I guess that would depend on, like, what type of terrain you're going to be riding and everything. Yeah. The running and swimming... Running is uh, long distance. That's terribly boring for me. Um, some people like it. Men har du prøvet at løpe efter at have cyklet? No. I feel. Then the swimming. Now, how does it? How does that go? Is it swimming first? Yeah. And then riding the bike? Mm-hmm. Also løpe. See, and that seems like a recipe for like uh, getting a rash. Uh, on your balls or something, you yeah. know, like a rash <laughs> on the inside of your legs. You got <laughs> wet skin, and yeah. now you got to start riding the bike and everything. That yeah. seems uncomfortable. Yeah, that don't. But the swimming part, yeah. like, I mean, I grew up near near lakes, mm. and uh, I was swimming all the time when I was younger. And mm. uh, when I moved here, I didn't swim. It's no. too cold here for me, yeah. man. And then plus you got like jellyfish, and I'm not interested <laughs> in going out in the water, getting stung by jellyfish. Yeah. So uh, when was it? It was last year uh, with the school. Paul wanted me to go and learn like the the water-based uh, life-saving course, you know, the yeah, lifeguard type yeah. course, I guess. Dude, I'm terrible at swimming. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it was so hard, man. Yeah. I just kept sinking. I swim, swimming I will nesten pure teknik. Yeah. At, uh, så lenge du har en god teknik, det er jo pusteknikken er jo det verste. Uh, så lenge du får inn den, så går det egentlig ganske greit. Yeah, Swimming is actually quite daily, so it's fine training, uansett. Well, like you watch um, watch the Olympics, mm. and you can see how they they twist their head, yeah. and it's just a little <laughs> suck of air, and then they keep going. Like <laughs> I remember when we were in the pool for that course, I was trying that. Yeah. All I did was just drink water. Yeah, that's my problem. That's as I said, that's my own technique on it. But swimming is not so big of a problem, because then. Da flyter, altså du har på deg sånn våtrakt, yeah. så du flyter jo litt på grunn av den. 
Eh, men eh, när du och så när du ska över på cyklinga från svimming så är er det det är er motligt deilig för att du har eh, när du har svimmat så har du brukt mycket överkropp och så ska du bruka bena lite grann. Men när du ska gå från cykling till löpning så är er du sur i låra och så så löper ser det som du rätt och slett hade rätt på det. You have to uh, you got to take off that wetsuit. I'm assuming you're not yeah. riding the bike with uh-huh. the wetsuit. Do you have the cycling thing yeah. underneath? Yeah. Does that play a factor too like how quickly you can take off the suit? Yeah. And then when you're running du har uh, alltså den du löper med den du cyklar på eller oh, okay. cyklar med då. Yeah. Den uh, den är uh, under hela tiden så det Du måste skifta relativt kjapt da. I'm impressed by the people that, that can do that and do it well. Ja. Yeah. Ja, vi har noen i Norge faktisk som er veldig, veldig gode. Well, I, I remember when we would uh, start setting up for the Olavs Festival. Ja. Yeah. They would be doing that Østfold triathlon. Ja, stemmer. And, and <laughs> I'm impressed by the people that are very good at it. Mm. I'm not so impressed by the people that just complete it. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, I mean, <laughs> give me enough time, I'll complete yeah. it. <laughs> I'll finish it eventually. Yeah. Same thing with marathons. You mm. know, I, I always hear people that are, yeah, I ran a half marathon. And, okay, that, that's fine, but you, you paid for this? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is your hobby? Did you finish in the top 10, top 20? Mm. No, I just wanted to complete. All right, well, yeah, to each their <laughs> own, but that seems like a... <laughs> men det är er det som är er lite kedlig den kedliga delen av att uh, drömma sån idrott då är er att uh, när du gör det bra så blir du ja du blir lite glad själv då när du gör det dåligt så är er du bara där själv ja ja det är true ja det är för mig jag liker lagidrott bättre det ger dig mycket mer både uh, bägge vägar när du tappar och och vinner well I mean especially this sport right here you go back to the seven on seven you know uh, <laughs> It's not just the quarterback. It, the seven-on-seven seven tournament is primarily to develop quarterbacks and help mm-hmm. them, but uh, when things go well, or especially when things go wrong, it's not always the quarterback's fault. I mean, the receivers have to run the proper routes. They have to look over the correct shoulder, and mm-hmm. and uh, we struggled with that a little bit yesterday. Yeah. It, was, it was tough for me to to be a ref yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and watch and you know see some of the decisions, but... I just knew, well, we're filming it. I'll go through the film and, and see what's happening. And I went through a little bit of that film today. And it's just like we already talked about. You you see mistakes or room for improvement from, from everybody. And uh, and that's that's really the best thing is that even though we lost every game in the seven-on-seven tournament, it's only a problem if nobody learns from it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that everybody that wants to play uh, a receiver or a defensive back or quarterback, you know, you got to start looking at that film and and see what went wrong or or how you could do better. Yeah. Och det och det är ser ju lite sånt att den kom eller det vi spelade igår. Det hade varit lite rart hvis allt gick perfekt med så många eh nya spelare som är själv inkluderade i en helt ny position. Så hade allt gått bra där så hade det varit lite rart det och. <laughs> Yeah, and then I would have had to start thinking about, all right, well, shit, what position do I play now? Hmm. Yeah, maybe I'd just be the the play caller. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think there was a quite a few guys on the team, or, and even from the other teams too, that were they were concerned that I wasn't playing. Yeah. Like, hey, you all right, man? Yeah, you, you gonna be playing <laughs> next year? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I want you guys to get some reps. Yeah, 
Ja, men det er jo bra da. Det er bra for lag også. Ja. Det er jo ingen garanti for hva som kan ske med dig. Så... No, and... Uh, jeg har jo opplevd det før. Yeah, and we got lucky last year that nothing happened to me because mm. we didn't spend any time getting a backup quarterback in. Mm. Like, Yuka could have done it, but it would have been running plays. <laughs> ja, da kunne jeg bare lagt opp med en gang. Yeah, exactly. He's not throwing the ball to you. <laughs> he might call a passing play, but he's going to end up tucking yeah. it and scrambling. <laughs> Uh, but you know, this year, uh, if everything goes how we planned, and um, we end up playing in the elite series, you know, I might take a couple of hits where you got to come in, yeah. and that's not a problem. We'll just keep we'll keep training you as a as a backup quarterback. And, yeah. Um, uh, I come as you can tell, a little combination of training a little quarterback or a little receiver. Well, and especially because a lot of the receiving stuff. You're not going to forget. You're not going to forget necessarily all the routes. No. You, you know the route tree. Uh, you have how many years of experience now playing receiver? Three, three or four? <laughs> you uh, came... 2015. Was it when we started? Yeah, and that was our last That was our last year in Division Two. Yeah. Yeah. Stemmer. Mm-hmm. Det spilte den siste sesongen i, uh, i uh, Division 2. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our second season. So you've been been with us almost all the way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the experience you have as a receiver, because you've always played receiver yeah. and kicker. Yeah, det ble jo plutselig det. <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? I don't really remember so much about that. Jeg husker egentlig ganske godt. Var, vi var jo her på Skjevær. Mm-hmm. Jeg tror ikke vi hadde den banen her uh, fast da. No, we probably just snuck on here sometime. Så tror jag Jörgen var väl nej var ju kicker. Yeah, he was. Ja. Och så tror jag han egentligen var lite lei av att sparka bollen. Eh sånsett och så sa sa alla där att ja vi bara prövar. Vi bara prövar. Och så tog jag och sparkade och så gick det ganska lätt egentligen. Jag har aldrig sparkat en amerikansk fotboll någon gång. Och så Ser du, vi backar upp lite grann till. Mm. Och så gick den igenom och så vi backar upp lite till och så gick den igenom och så och då var då var det satt då. Yeah, and then in that year uh, our first game was ja, in Osanna. Mm. And you were the kicker that scored that that yeah. field goal. Stämmer. Yeah, Paul was trying to tell me it was Jürgen and I said, "Ah, dude, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was to a marker." Yeah, he's giving it away. That's right. För det var det enda jag gjorde den kampen. That was Pretty much the only thing any of us did in that game. Yeah, I think Jürgen, Jürgen had a yeah, kick return yeah. for a touchdown. Yeah, Stemmy. Yeah, I mean, in in the league here, you don't see a lot of teams successfully kicking field goals. No, extra points are typically fine, but yeah. field goals, it's it's pretty rare. Yeah, we have sat in a few field goals now. Yeah, might as well give out a give a shout out to the. Oh, what? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Second part of the bank. Yeah. Vi er vel kanskje den eneste i ligaen som har kallenavn for, uh, for uh, kicking duoen vår. Yeah, it's good to take pride yeah. in something. Yeah. <laughs> But God, man. That's... Uh, <laughs> vi tar that's, dette ganske seriøst, da. It's huge for us, though. Like, <laughs> everybody knows, all right, if we got to kick a field goal, confidence is pretty high, we're going to be okay. And, yeah. and there's three people involved in that that has to go perfectly. It has to be a perfect snap from the center, it has to be a perfect hold from the holder, and it has to be a good kick from you, so... Yeah. Typically, Paul, Holvard, and you. I mean, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Yeah, that's a very good job. Yeah. 
Um, another thing I was going to talk about was was in the seven on seven tournament. Uh, <laughs> as a, a new quarterback, you've had uh, maybe a month and a half of training at quarterback. Probably not even that because we started at the end of of August. And then it's really just September, so yeah. uh, mostly like a month yeah. of quarterback training. Uh, what was it like to step out there and and you got to start reading defenses? And it's not just our defense; mm. um, you got to play competitively. It's stressful, isn't it, to yeah. take that snap and be like, "Oh yeah, shit, so I got to make a decision now." Like you buy the or store back that or cast them ball. Like yeah, that that's just ser ut som at det här är bara levera ballen till till uh, en land receiver. Där uh, uh, ja, det var uh, det var utmanande egentligen. Uh, men uh, nej, jag jag tänker att det uh, det alltså det det var en vansklig uh, vansklig men uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it really is and I even felt that when uh, we had the 7 on 7 tournament last year because that was really like yeah. the first uh, competitive training event that I was in after my my knee injury and uh yeah I started getting those nerves too in that first game oh man that was you feel the pressure because you want to do well you want to complete the pass and then as soon as something doesn't go right it's it's hard to just bounce back and be like, well, okay, I forget that play. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> you have to do, but it's hard. So that there's no one some rusher or something. No, but it's still like all eyes are on you. Yeah. You have to throw the ball well, otherwise there's no chance that the play is going to go well. And it felt a bit like playing the first game again. They were there. So it was very interesting. So I was very interested in how it would be. But especially that it was relatively great. Yeah, it really did. I mean, uh, you scored a couple of touchdowns. And even yeah. in that first game, it was... Was it the first drive? Yeah, first uh, drive. Yeah, it must have been. Because I remember refing thinking... Now, for those that weren't at the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, we played against Eidsvoll. Uh, you know, great team, elite series team. So it wasn't like this was some easy warm-up match. This is... The real deal. Let's go and see how this this goes down. And uh, when we scored on that first drive, I thought, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh, here we go!" Yeah, yeah. I think that the half I let. You you guys made it look easy. It was this corner route to Dennis, and yeah. he was wide open. And we looked at it on film, and that was the correct choice to throw to. And yeah, I thought for sure this is nice. Mm. And then it started to go a little bit downhill from there. Um, did you have an interception in that game? Uh, lite osäker. Yeah, maybe. Jag tror nej, är lite osäker faktiskt. I took a picture of the um, like the scoreboard thing. It was still up on the whiteboard. Yeah. And just see what the final score was to that game. It started out really close and then not ja, so much. Det var lite sånt som den kampen vi spelade i <laughs> yes, well, uh, yeah, it started very well. So I thought I saved the picture. I'm looking at my phone right now. I don't see it, but um, it was like 30, 30 to 12, I think. Yeah. So I think there were some interceptions. Uh, you did throw at least one in the tournament. Yeah. What does that feel like? The first suit on the scuffer hele hele laget. Oh, it does. <laughs> Ja, ja, det är absolut det. I den turneringen här då så är det ju bara det att du du ger ju inte bara bollen bort till uh, motståndarlagarna, men uh, de får ju poäng och. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I remember someone from uh, one of the other teams last year, they were telling me 
you know, hey, hey, man, that's not fair that defense is getting points. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, I don't know if it's fair or not, but it's more fun to be on defense if yeah. you're actually scoring points for your team. Yeah. Så er det likt for alle sammen. Ja, det er det samme. You know? What, what was it like to call plays? Uh, vi havde et ganske godt system, som vi, vi har jo trænet lidt rundt på det her mm. i, i Montestino. Så vi havde jo et godt system, hvor du havde laget et ark, uh, hvor vi, uh, hvor vi uh, har uh, faste spil. Uh, men som receiver selv, da, så har jo i hvert fall jeg gått til dig mange ganger sett det der. Jeg løper heller en feil, mm. og, og så at vi mixer opp uh, rutene litt rundt. Så... Det synes jeg egentlig er ganske greit. Eh, sånn sett, jeg vet hvilke da, de placer jeg har mest eh, sendt det litt på. Eh, så jeg kjørte, kjørte mye av de, rett og slett. It's nothing wrong with that. I mean, de, de placer som gikk dårlig var de som noen andre sa at den skulle vi kjøre, <laughs> rett og slett. And that is a problem too. Um, you know, in the, in the huddle, it should be primarily the quarterback that's the only one talking and it, there's a reason for that number one it's you only have 25 seconds yeah and you probably felt that in the tournament too that boy those 25 seconds they go quick yeah. when you're the one that has to call the play mm. um it's probably a little bit easier like in our system when we play real football tackle football you know as a receiver i just tell you what your assignment is and you go out there and, yeah. and line up so it's like you don't <laughs> have to have any sort of pressure but when you're the one calling the plays you don't have a whole lot of time to think and discuss with the other players which routes you want to run, which play you want to run. It's like you just kind of have to pick. Yeah. And then if you get more people giving their input, the clock's still ticking. Yeah. You know, and you got to get lined up. You got to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I hate it when other people talk in the huddle. Yeah. It's way easier for you, like as I a receiver, to just team. talk to me yeah. on your way back to the huddle and say, hey, fade's open. All right, well, now I'll call a play with a fade. But yeah. And we heard that there was at least a couple of people in the huddle talking too much, coming up with the plays that they think should be ran. And, and you know, sometimes that works out well, but other times it's it's yeah. just confusing for everybody. Yeah. Jeg tror sånn som den connection som vi to har sammen som quarterback og receiver, da, så kan jeg komme in til dig og si hva... <laughs> vad jag vet kommer att vara öppen för jag gör det ju ofta men jag gör det de gånger jag är helt säker på att det är er det och då har det stort sett gått ganska ganska bra. Well and when you do that because we have the the chemistry built up from before it's like all right well if Tom Martin's telling me that that's open now there's no pressure on me to choose the play I'll just pick the play that's going to give you the route that you want. Yeah. It's like all right well <laughs> if that play doesn't go well it's on him. Yeah. He called the play not me, not me. <laughs> Did you guys though? How did it go when you're on the sideline, when defense was out on the field? Mm. Did offense talk together? Yeah, we gick lite samman. Inte som på samma måte som vi har gjort i säsongen, men vi gick lite samman, snakkar lite och blev lite eniga om vad vi skulle skulle göra. Men det var mycket meningar. I'm sure, mm. and it, it becomes, I think, more complicated when it's just passing. Because if it's you know run plays and pass plays, you can use the run plays to help open up the passing game. But when it's just passing, uh, you kind of have to know what each of those passing concepts are trying to accomplish and where the openings are going to be. And I'm no expert at that by any means. No. It's like I probably should have written on that that sheet with all the plays. You know, if you're going to run this one, this is what you look to first, second, third, give you the progressions. But yeah. 
Maybe it would have helped. Maybe it would have been more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Nei, det's tough. Altså, Jokke gav mig et tips sådan undervejs, at tage og vælge en halvdel af banen undervejs. Det er helt for hvert spil. Da. Uh, så jeg gjorde det, og det, det hjalp på lidt. Ja, yeah, I mean in, in our league, our offensive line does a good job, but man, they they're not pros. It's not like when you're watching the NFL and you can mm. see these quarterbacks just comfortably sitting in the pocket <laughs> for four or five seconds and they can scan the whole field. We yeah. we don't have that luxury. No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can get there. Yeah. Um what was I gonna say? Yeah. Which team did you think was the uh, the hardest team to play against. Oslo Vikings. Were they? Ja, men jag tror kanske det var lite psykiskt då. Ja, could be. För du går upp på banan och du vet att du ska spela mot faktiskt de som spelat i finalen i Hennem. Så they brought at least a couple of uh, better players than they brought last year. Because yeah. I, w- I was looking at the film from last year and um, I, I didn't recognize a lot of the guys, especially the ones that were, well, I shouldn't say the ones that were playing defense because they only brought like Ten people last yeah. year, so it was like everybody <laughs> had to play offense and yeah. defense. But uh, you know, this year Bruyara he was there and he had quite a few interceptions. Yeah. I think he was breaking up passes all over the place. He's uh-huh. he's good. And there was other guys that uh, you know I don't necessarily know their names, the ones that were playing defense, but they were good. They were very good. Yeah. And you saw that against every team they played against. Yeah. And plus their quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, what a starting quarterback in the whole back. No, I got. I think his name is. I think it's Hendrik, and then they also had uh, Wilhelm, okay, who was the starting quarterback for eighteen fourteens. Yeah, and he went over. Yeah, and he's also the starting quarterback for um, the national team, U nineteen national oh. team. Yeah. So that was that was good practice for him for sure. Yeah. Hmm. I saw that one of the guys from Eidsvoll, one of the U nineteen national team players. I think he twisted his ankle or something. Where Hans Mjolnir? Yeah. Nei. Uh, <laughs> det er ikke bra. <laughs> no. I, I hope he's okay. <laughs> det er ikke på oss, det. det er, vi må ikke betale. No, no. <laughs> That's right. If any national team coaches listen to this, don't give me shit. I, I <laughs> force him to come here. Uh, hopefully he's he's fine and can can play in the, the tournament. Yeah. Because, you know, we it's like we have backups that are on reserve that can get called up. But, I mean, the ones that got chose they would pick for a reason so yeah. uh, hopefully he can bounce back yeah hope about the cash yeah yeah so next week or this upcoming week we're going to start throwing uh, pads on again oh good yeah so and that'll be interesting too to see how everybody starts catching the ball with with pads on because yeah. i've noticed when we do our seven on seven practice here uh, there's a lot of people trying to catch the ball with their body yeah, and it, it goes fine when you don't have pads on, yeah. but put the chest plate on, man, yeah, it's gonna bounce right off. And da lurer jeg på lidt hvordan det er at kaste ball med pads så. Yeah, well, you have receiver pads, so yeah. you can get your arms up, so it, it, yeah. it should be fine to throw. But it's different. Yeah, it's really different. Um, the pads that I have, one of the things that I notice is like when I start to lift my arm up to throw, yeah. uh, the pads don't sit super tight. They're not like tucked down on me, so. As I lift my arm up, the pads come up, and sometimes it, it like gets in the way of my helmet. <laughs> so I might need to get some new pads this year. Yeah, 
but yeah, you're going to see a, a big difference. It yeah. feels weird. Like it just seems like you're a little bit more restricted yeah. when you're trying to throw the ball. Jag tror aldrig har prövat att kasta ordentligt med pads på. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll see a difference. It'll almost feel like you want to kind of like sidearm the ball because you yeah. don't trust to lift your arm all the way up. Yeah. But that's where a lot of the... Uh, that fundamental training that we do has to come in where you're always holding the ball up high and you're getting a good high release off of it. I'm talking about fundamentals. That was one thing that we saw in the seven on seven was that both you uh, and Henrik, that you guys didn't do your drop back steps. Mm. You, did you try it a couple of times? Ja, alltså du kom ju kom in till oss då så att det nå må dere begynne å <laughs> droppe nå. Men jeg tror at det Tankene var for mye på play calling. Oh, yeah. Hvor er de rutene går? <laughs> it's a lot. I know, um, you know, Paul and I, we typically give uh, Renata, our women's team coach, uh, a ride to and from practice. And and she says, like, there's so much stress when you're first starting out as a quarterback because, you know, you have to you have to get the snap and you have to execute your first steps and then you have to do whatever comes next. And if it's a passing play, then there's all this reading involved and... And it's easy to forget, oh, God, yeah, that's right. I have to start stepping back, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she says she just kind of, like, blacks out. Like, everything yeah. just goes <laughs> blank for her. Yeah. And I guess the only way to get rid of that feeling is just keep practicing it. Mm. So, yeah. Nei, det er alt handler om vane. Hva du klarer å bli vant til. Etter hvert så går ting av seg selv. Rett og slett. Yeah. Uh, was there any other thing that you learned from the seven on seven tournament or uh, anything else you want to talk about I also for my so are an since bra möjlighet till att kunna pröva sig som quarterback det har ju det är bättre att göra det här ute uh, på en passningsturnering än yeah. att första gången hoppa ut i uh, yeah, i kamp rätt slett så bara erfarenheten med att stå bak där call plays uh, uh, ja det är slett uh, kaste ballen mot ett annat lag då än uh, det uh, en vårt defense rätt slett var uh, var uh, lärorikt rätt slett. Mm. And now that we have you know both you and I playing quarterback and if Henrik comes to our practices still then you know there's three and then you have uh, Renate four um, if we have enough players at practice from now on what we can do is what a lot of teams do, and Vikings did this with us when we had our, our camps with them, where you have a, uh, one quarterback goes over to seven-on-seven seven against the DBs, and the other one does handoffs for, like, the inside run plays with the running backs. Yeah. And we can do that, too. And even if we don't have enough players, we might just have to we'll figure out a way to schedule it so that maybe you just go from seven-on-seven seven where everyone's doing it, and then we all move to inside run, but... It's not like, okay, seven-on-seven seven, tournament's over. We don't need to practice that anymore because mm. you, you do. You have to keep working on how to read defenses and how to release those passes in time and all the things, the drop back. So it just becomes second nature when you're in the game. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep working on that. Yeah, absolutely. But your younger brother, William, he uh, he played yesterday. Yeah. First uh, camp i Anfersstein. Yeah. Han, uh, jeg spurte han, jeg synes det var gøy. That's good. Uh, han synes det var dritgøy. Han uh, var bare mer motivert uh, videre. Spurte han om han tok inn mot noe. Nei, det var ikke noe. Men det var bare det å spille første kampen. Ja, ja, ja. Få følelsen av det å ha på en hjelm og, og spille mot andre lag. Da. Så, uh, så han var egentlig veldig fornøyd. Så, uh, it is a big thing to, to do that when, you know, it means something. It's not just 
we're doing it at practice, so if you drop a ball, oh, well, who cares? Mm. You know, it's like, shit, if, if the ball's thrown to me, I, I better step up and, and catch it. And <laughs> I know that the ball was at least thrown to him a couple times. Yeah. Mm. So, that, I mean, that's good. It's not very fun to... Um, to be a receiver and, and no one's throwing you the ball because then you're just running routes and you're yeah. just kind of a, a, a dummy out there yeah. to attract the attention of the defense. But he got balls thrown to him, and that's and that's good. Whether or not he caught him, it doesn't really matter. It's like you got a feeling for what it's like to be in a game. Yeah, yeah han synes det var uh, så utrolig gøy. Så uh, han er jo på en måte en samme type uh, som mig, Så <laughs> får jeg satse på at han kan bli en uh, yeah. god receiver etter hvert. Well, and plus, uh, he's been to a lot of practices. Yeah. And like when we've come out here on Sundays, he typically comes out with you and, yeah. and gets his reps in. Yeah, we have had time here training already. So, uh, uh, and that's going to help uh, quite a bit. And I'm thinking that, um, well, how old is he? Four siskens, no matter think it. I think 16, isn't yeah. he? But he'll be 17 next year. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I believe makes him eligible to play in Division Two. And since we have the farmer agreement with Kings, uh, he should be able to play all the games with yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that, you know, Henrik, their quarterback, is coming to our practices pretty often, you know, he can get a lot of good reps together yeah. with him. And yeah, and the Henrik and William have a good connection on training. So, yeah. so they can bring a good combo there. Yeah, that's right. They, both of them, didn't they beat you? in one of ah, these 7 yeah, on 7s yeah, yeah. in practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll enjoy listening yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> I remembered that one. Yeah. I think he's had like two touchdowns in that mm. practice. And I was talking to uh well, I was talking to your mom at work. Uh I think it was on Friday because yeah. she was saying that William was really excited to to yeah. do the tournament and and he had mentioned something about uh, doing well in practice. And I said to her, I said, I think we that have played for, for a long time now, we, we forget what it's like to to catch that first touchdown pass. Whether yeah. it's in practice or a game, it's mm-hmm. still like, it's huge. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah. Han har snakket om, det var en, jeg tror det var en touchdown-passning som han hadde ut på banen her, som kom fra mig da, til han som var den første touchdown han så det det satt en väldigt stor pris på och det var jag tror jag som du säger det är er en känsla som man på något glömmer lite hur då well i feel like you kind of you forget it pretty quickly the first touchdown is awesome and then the second one's like oh yeah i've been here I, yeah. I've, i've done this before it's no big deal så när det blir vant det especially you brother maybe the first touchdown of the season for you is something special but yeah. when you've scored 11 at the end of the season, it's like, <laughs> I've done this. Jeg blir skuffet hvis ikke det blir noen touchdown. Så, og det er, det er litt moro da, med, med i hvert fall oss i år, når vi har spilt såpass bra som vi har gjort, så har vi jo planlagt touchdown-dansen før kampen. Det, oh, you guys ja, have? Det, det gjør vi før oppvarmingen. Da er, da er det planlegging av touchdown-dans. Så vi forventer litt selv at det er... <laughs> Maybe that helps. I mean, yeah. I guess it could like jinx the whole thing yeah you know <laughs> if you believe in like superstitious yeah, stuff mindset but that you sit there yeah it du, could be du, jeg skal score det er bare spørsmål om når i kampen så <laughs> uh, there were some good celebrations uh, yesterday at the tournament Vikings yeah. had uh, Vikings quite had a few yeah. they had one that took forever I was like Jesus <laughs> Christ did you see it it was like three of them sat down like they were paddling a boat or something like yeah. that <laughs> I kept thinking, all right, man, I guess I, yeah, 
we'll just let this one go. I, I hope it stops sometime soon. Yeah. We still got like five minutes left to play in this yeah. game. <laughs> and that was cool. And that's got to be fun for for everybody that's playing to uh, to be able to celebrate because you can't really do it. No. You got flagged. Yeah, I have well got a del flag. I think I kind of got most flags for <laughs> for yeah, yeah. fire. But I mean, some of those are silly. Like you got flagged in one game, if I remember correctly. Uh, what'd you do? You just spun the ball. Uh, yeah, I was spinned the ball. You know, and, and that's the thing that irritates me is that, uh, you know, I, I'm an official, and uh, we talk to the other officials, and it's like, I, from what I understand is that you're allowed to celebrate with your team after a touchdown, and you can do uh, things like that. Like, yeah. you could spike the ball, you could spin the ball, as long as it's not towards the other team. Yeah. Now, in that game when you spun the ball, wasn't that against Cole Bolton here? Yeah. Yeah, and you look at the film, there's no Cole Bolton player around you. No. You're facing our sideline. Det var det var inte meningen eller. Det var jag fattar ju bara och så blev tacklad in i en zon. Och så ska jag resa mig upp och så resa mig upp men så spinner bollen som bara reaktion. Ja. Och så går mot egen eller jag går mot mitten för jag ska sparka bollen. Och så får vi flagg på det. Men det som är er lite det som är er lite gøy är er ju att det eh någon kamper senare när vi skulle köra den uh, river the mm. reverse spelet. Vi har ju en del miss uh, directions. Mm. Så uh, hade jag bestämt mig på förhand att jag ska dunka den bollen över över gå på. That was against Jurvik at home. Ja. Yeah. Och du ser att det uh, vi ska köra det spelet. Det är er det första vi ska göra. Ja, det är er grejt. Då då får jag dunka över då tänker jag. Så vi kör jag löper ju då jag vet inte hur långt var det 50 yards ja 50 yards eh och löper mot uh, goalposten dunker ingen flagg nej no, no. ingen flagg <laughs> well, the, the officials Men, didn't even see it cuz nej det var det jag så på film att det jag tror att jag tror att domaren visste att jag hade ball I could have been cuz I know the back judge the one that was the deepest in the middle of the field you run right behind him you you slam dunk the ball and yeah. he's not even facing you nej <laughs> The side judge, he signaled the touchdown, but yeah. the one that was closest, he didn't see it. No. Now, like I can understand some of, or at least one of Yuka's celebrations yeah. getting flagged, which <laughs> I don't think he got flagged for it. Actually, it was no. in Haugesson years ago. Throws the ball up like it's a, I don't know, bird, duck, yeah. clay pigeon, whatever, and <laughs> pretends like he's got a shotgun and he shoots it out of the sky. I had to jump up and grab the ball and just toss it to the ref as quick <laughs> as I could because I was like, no, he, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he got a flag on that. But I had, if you watch on YouTube, I think there's even highlights. I think there is like a highlight video of Eric Ford from Vikings, uh, some of the touchdown he scores. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, th- I think there was one. He went up to the, the goal post, opened it up like it was a fridge, pretended to take the ball out like it was a beer, cracked it open. <laughs> I didn't see any flags on that nah. play. I mean, look, the guys have to have have to have some fun. It's like, yep. I get it. You know, the sportsmanlike thing. You don't want to be a you don't want to be a total dick to the other team. But yep. like when you're spinning the ball, oh, what kind of fragile soul is going to be? <laughs> oh man, he spun the ball. <laughs> oh no. Jag hoppar den regeln där kan ändras uh, lite grann. Visst någon uh, någon som uh, sitter i domarpanelen typ så kan bestämma höra på någon så får de uh, ta upp den saken. Ja, yeah, I don't. Eller så bara jag bara fortsätter. <laughs> keep doing it. I also don't think any of them are listening to this. I I look at the stats on on SoundCloud. Yeah. I can see, you know, like the top listeners. 
And as expected, most of it's, you know, people from our team. I don't think hardly anybody from outside of our <laughs> team community is listening. And, and uh, Paul, even he mentioned to me after the last podcast where we talked about, you know, the possibility of what the series might look like next year. And he's like, hey, man, this might be a, a secret. And I said, uh, all right, well, I guess this is a test run then. We'll find out if anybody super high up is even listening to this yeah. podcast. And yeah, if so, I guess they can tell me that, hey, man, you shouldn't have said that. And <laughs> but it's like, what, really, what kind of secret? We're all going to figure out who's playing where pretty damn soon. It's it's not a big deal. No. Well, we call it hard. It's some breaking news. Yeah, breaking news <laughs> that no one listens to. <laughs> just, just people in our club know yeah. about the breaking news. <laughs> what do you think about playing in the Elite Series next year? Uh, jeg har haft sådan del, delte tanker på det. Mm. Uh, vi spilte mot Eidsvold. Det er jo på måde den, den modstand vi har haft, som uh, kan måle sig med lidt i serie egentlig. In a real game situation. Yeah. But we've also done the camps against uh, Vikings, and it's yeah. not like when they come down here, they're just bringing their their junior team. Yeah. I mean, they had Kim Schalding. He was down here, you know, lighting people up. So. Yeah. They they bring some some good people. Yeah. Men i uh, i game situation så har det varit Eidsvold som vi har haft och uh, uh, ja som säkert flera vet då så spelade ju bra mot dig uh, så vi borde klara och leva upp till det det nivån men fys är så vunt i kroppen jag hade efter kampen där. <laughs> ja, me too. I mean, men, uh, det kan det kan vara att uh, alltså vi vi har inte spelat hela kamper för att det är vi har ledat väldigt mycket. Det är någon lag som har quitta. That's what uh, Peter and I were talking about uh, in the last podcast, I think. I think it does play a part, just the fact that, you know, we we did well in the first half, mm. um, and then in the second half, it started to fall apart. And one of, it is one of the reasons is because they adjusted extremely well. But another yeah. reason is, I mean, shit, we had two games where we didn't even have a second half. Teams just quit. So mm. um, I, I think that... That has to play a part. You, in the regular season, you're never really facing adversity when you're just blowing out teams. Uh, we didn't have a close competitive game, really, after the first game in Christian Salman. Yeah. I mean, that was extremely competitive. That was a great second half. That well, I shouldn't say a great second half. We had to play. There was a ton of mistakes that made that game no. so close. But yeah, yeah we need to. Um, Yeah, we need to learn from that mis- those mistakes we made in in the Eidsvoll game and yeah. take it into the Elite Series. Yeah, and every all that the world have wanted, is it something? All of them must step up and talk to it. Yeah, I I don't see any problem with that. Um, you know, for for new players, that's going to be rough to start out playing against the Elite Series, but the learning curve, you'll get it. Yeah, you know, don't expect everything to go your way don't expect to have the game of your life if you're a new player and that first one it's like you're going to take some hits you're going to feel what that's like and mm. i think you you learn pretty quickly like you're not made of porcelain yeah you're not just going to shatter alltså jag kommer från idrott som basketball var det du får fel ganska ganska lätt där så jag var väldigt spänd på hur man ska tåla och få alla dessa tryckna You mean like getting fouled in basketball? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Men, men for, for skal jeg være helt ærlig, så får jeg nesten mer vondt av å være på en basketballtrening enn en amerikansk fotballtrening. Really? Ja. Det er så mye albur og... <laughs> ja, ja, ok, I can believe that. Men, men så jeg var jo litt spent i forhold til tåle jeg å få disse trykkene som er vant til at det spillet blir stoppet med en gang, <laughs> at det blir litt randhardt. Men det var ikke noe problem. Du, du tilvender deg jo. Ja, and I mean you got the equipment on for a reason and uh, yeah. the vast majority of the hits that you take they're not straight on nah. you know if you Nei, for mig så er det ofte i fart yeah. så altså prøv altså, det er jo mer motivation for å løpe enda fortere <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so you're not taking the big hits that's true uh, but good god talking about basketball <sighs> when I lived in the US um, especially when I was in high school the you know the hometown team the Detroit Pistons were doing extremely well yeah. uh, they won a championship uh, and then i think they went to the the finals maybe a year or two after that but they were good so i would watch basketball at that time but good god it would irritate me how just tiny little contact was <laughs> oh god there's a foul <laughs> you know it it's crazy to me especially in the nba these are enormous strong men yeah but it's like the slightest little touch and yeah. oh god yeah. ref yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand yeah. it man no and how do you basket that was terrible yeah i yeah. was not good at it <laughs> <laughs> i had friends in school that were they were really good and i started playing i think uh like competitive basketball in sixth grade yeah i think so and it was okay. It was fun. I mean, I, I'm not very good at dribbling the ball. I could run like a, a madman, just you know, run around. I'm always yeah. getting open, but I would just pass the ball because I wasn't yeah. particularly good at shooting. Yeah. And then I remember playing in eighth grade, and uh, I scored three points all season, all off of free throws, which does not mean that I wasn't taking shots because I was rarely in the game. <laughs> so after like the first two games, and the coach would only put me in for like the last couple of minutes, mm. I told myself, all right, well, if you get in, you're not passing the ball to anybody. I don't care if it's a half-court shot, dude. I was just throwing up the ball every time I had it because I was like, I'm only in for like the last two to five minutes anyway, so if I touch the ball, I'm shooting. Yeah. <laughs> brick after brick after brick. Yeah. I really enjoy I really enjoy just shooting hoops for fun. Yeah. In fact, like when I'm at the school uh, – like on Wednesdays when I do the physical activity with the kids in between classes, mm. if there's time, I just shoot around, yeah. grab a basketball. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. And like uh, when we do practices at the school and yeah. we do lightning. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that game. Ooh, man, I love <laughs> I love competitive things like that. But yeah. if I had to be in a game, huh, I'm not particularly good. No. Also, that's some old old spill that you must be good at reading spill and moving in the right way to set the screens there. Yeah, and I remember in eighth grade we we had plays, but I, I didn't understand them. Not like I do with you know American football plays. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah, I, I kind of understand the setting the picks, but it's just not the same thing. I just I couldn't wrap my head around it. No. I, and it must be the same as in in soccer here. I played that all my life. Yeah. We didn't have plays. We didn't have any sort of real strategy. It was just kick the ball deep. It was like the, <laughs> the long ball, just yeah. kick and chase. That's all it was. Men, men sånn som uh, vanlig fotball, er det jo litt, altså det er kanskje litt mer tilfeldigheter. De har vel sikkert noen løp og, og forskjellige taktikker der også. 
Eh, mens amerikansk fotboll är er ju lite i andra änden, hvor det är er faste ruter, du löper den och den vägen. I basketball så är er det kanske något sån mitt i Det är er mycket tillfällig som sker, eh, mycket forskjellige du ska göra hvis sån och sån sker, men eh, man har faste screener och eller picks då. What position did you play in basketball? Uh, forward. So uh, is that the dude that's like typically under the the hoop? Yeah, du har center som är är mest under under kurven. Okay, Och så so har du like forward som Shaq. Är sån. Ja, Shaq är center. I I don't have any new updated basketball players in my head. No. I got to go back to Shaq. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron for example. Oh, he's a center. Han nej, han är oh. forward. Oh, okay. Så forward har kanske en lite mer fri roll, hvor du kan gå ut på tre poängen och skjuta, men du kan också drive in mot kurven eh, for att för att bruka höjden och styrken din. Eh, så har du shooting guards eller guards mm. som eh, stort sett skjuter lite runt omkring. Because well, I remember the position point guard. Ja. Yeah. Det går under kategorin uh, guard. Ja, yeah, okay. And typically I think back to eighth grade, that was the guy that was always calling the plays. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. so. It's like he'd get up to the the top of the three point line and you know show a fist or whatever, and that yeah. was some sort of designated play. And yeah. everybody else probably did what they were supposed to, and I just ran around <laughs> as fast <laughs> as I could. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I rarely got the ball, <laughs> probably for for good reason. But yeah. like, yeah. Uh, inbound plays because yeah. I see a lot in when I would watch college basketball especially yeah. during March Madness uh, that's always fun to watch basketball because it's that tournament style yeah. so it really means something uh, and then you notice when those games get super close at the end you know it's all about clock management yeah. and if you get that inbound pass you might only have three seconds left so you got to draw up the play and I yeah. always thought that was cool where the, you know, the coach is on the sideline he's drawing on the board and yeah. boom there's your play yeah. go execute it now yeah I, I always wonder, well, do you guys practice things like that a lot? Or do you think some of that is just spur of the moment, the coach comes up with some idea, and now we go do it? Yeah, we, uh, på vårt lag, vi har en uh, trener fra Hellas, ekstremt god uh, basketballtrener. Uh, og han setter opp forskjellige plays for uh, baseline, for eksempel. At man starter med, noen ganger starter man med ballen under kurven, andre ganger så starter man fra sidelinja. Så baseline out, sideline out, forskjellig eh, spill på, på hvor, hvor du starter med ballen. Eh, så vi har jo satt opp forskjellige eh, slags ruter, da, mm. kan vi jo kalle det, eh, for, å, for å få en mann åpen, rett og slett. Så, men eh, sånn i, I, eh, I slutten av en kamp, da, hvor... Eh, hvor du må ha nødt til å score, så har vi øvd på det spesifikke pleiet mange oh, ja. ganger. Om du spiller mot mann-mann eller zone, det spørs hva du, da, det er forskjellig hva du gjør da, rett og slett. So that's at least pretty similar to American football, and yeah. it's a lot like passing plays. Ja. Yeah. So in that respect, I mean, you're not completely new to that type of concept when you're playing quarterback now. It's a lot like you do in some of the inbound plays, it's just, yeah. you know, throwing a different ball. Ja. Yeah. Let us let. Yeah. Um, God, there was something else I wanted to say about basketball. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, I read a book. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was called Blink. Maybe. No. Uh, either way, um, this book was talking about <sighs> things like like David and Goliath, that old story, where. Uh, we, you know, we always think that 
okay, well, David's supposed to lose because he's the smaller one, and Goliath's supposed to win because he's the biggest one. Uh, and then in those type of situations, how do how do the little guys figure out the way to beat the team or the player or whatever it is that's that's obviously better? And they told a story about this uh, girls' basketball team, and I think it was in California. It was like youth level, so it wasn't high school. But um, they didn't have a coach. And one of the girls' dads on the team, he was a he was an Indian dude from like India, you know. And uh, he had no clue about basketball. He was just there to support his daughter that wanted to play. And he knew that the girls on the team weren't very good. They had like lost every single game that they had played. And maybe that was why their other coach had quit. And uh, they weren't going to be able to continue the season unless they had a, a new coach. So he stepped in. And when one of the things that he realized from just watching the sport was he didn't understand why teams would not play defense until the team possessing the ball would get to the half court. He was like, I don't understand why you just give them half of the court. So he had read up a little bit about like a full court press. Mm-hmm. And he told the girls, that's all we're doing. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I think he straight up said to him, like, you're not very good at playing this sport. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be in the best conditioning as possible. And we're just going to play full court. They went all the way to the championships. Yeah. They lost, but uh, they were doing so well and beating teams that they had no business beating that like apparently parents were threatening this dude <laughs> after the game, like, what the hell, man, you're cheating. Yeah. He was just this dude that figured out a way to kind of outsmart the other opponents. Det er jo regler på det også, at du må komme deg over fra når du kaster ballen inn. You have a certain amount of time, right? Åtte sekunder. Yeah. Til å komme deg over midtbanen. Og det er derfor fullkortpress er så bra, men risikoen vil gjøre det at du kan få mye feil. Du kan ha maks fem feil och så är er du ute av kampen. Yeah, that's right. Um, för du måste ju pressa dem ganska hårt, men du målet är er ju att du ska försöka hålla dem på den banaldelen eh uh, sånt so de cross it in 8 seconds. Ja. Yeah. Uh, how does that work though if 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 they don't get over in 8 seconds, do you get to inbound the ball from their half? Ja. Ja, okej. Ja, right. Så så vi har gjort det på väldigt många många kamper. Eh, kamper som du speciellt, hvis du ligger under eh, med 10 poäng då så är er det en väldigt chapp måte på att bygga upp eh, poängen dina. Så vi gjorde vi jag tror Luka var mot Uppsala en gång. Så låg vi under med nästan 20 poäng och tog en eh, kampen med med bara ska köra full eh, fullkortpress. Så helvete så spelade vi så pass smart att vi inte fick någon fel och sånting, men uh, det var i löp av två minuter så var vi uh, var vi i dem. Så så fullkortpress det är er inte nå det är er inte tull det. No, that that whole concept of like trying to figure out some thought pattern, some sort of idea that no one's really thought of before uh, to get an advantage over the opposing teams. You know, try to figure out a way. After I read that book. You know, how, how do you do that in American football? And it's not like I have the answer, but you heard about those teams that or that one team uh, in high school in the U.S. that they don't punt. Yeah, that's what I was not called. Yeah, they don't <laughs> punt and they go for onside kicks every single time. Yeah. And uh, I think this dude, he just did the stats on it. He literally looked at the numbers and he's like, there's no point. There's no point in us punting. We might as well just let the other team score. So then we get the ball back, you know, immediately, and we can go try to score again. Mm. You know, if we stop them, great, we stop them. But it's all about, you know, we, we try to possess the ball as, as long as we can. Yeah. 
don't know. Maybe we should try that. Över lite mer på onside. Jag tror att vi har haft ett väldigt bra onside kick ändå. Well, and we <laughs> uh, we did against uh, Bergen Storm. Ja. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not that was actually a successful onside kick, the the dream Yeah, that could be discussed. In fact, I tried to find that film the other day, not to look at that. I was looking for a different thing, but um, yeah, good thing we can't find that film. Yeah. Hopefully, no one can. <laughs> what I remember was, you know, I was on the sideline, and the ball was recovered right next to our sideline, and. I wasn't necessarily screaming at the official that was next to me, but I was, you know, trying to influence his decision making quite a bit. I was like, "You, you got to call what you see. Yeah, you got to call what you <laughs> see, man. You can't overturn this." And he didn't. Yeah. We got the ball back and ended up scoring and ended up winning that game. Yeah. Primarily because of that onside kick. Yeah, you had the game winning. Yeah, that was my first touchdown. That was your first. The back to the. Till att skåra eller huska din första touchdown så var det den första touchdown jag hade. Oh, that was that was the game winner. Mm. Oh shit. Jag huskar så sikkert det var på SFK-banen. Mm-hmm. Eh, Hela familjen hade ju mött upp för att se på mig spela kamp en av mina första kamper. Så <laughs> that was cool. Familjen min är er så ganska generellt flinkigt att möta upp på kamper. Det är är att se på de flesta kamperna. Eh, Jag hade en slant, huskar jag. Mm. Och så blev du rusha. Så yeah. jag tror du bara kastade bollen i <laughs> all uh, all hopp om att det skulle vara någon inne. Yeah, there was um, someone else running into that area because I I just I threw it up to an open spot and it yeah. was a lot like basketball. It was just uh, yeah. I'm going to throw up a jump ball and yeah. someone's going to catch it and he came away with it. We actually have that um that's on our Olaf's Men Facebook page. It's one yeah. of the videos that's uploaded there. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. That's a nice memory. Yeah. I found out that I have to give me a triathlon. I have to drive a lot. That when I do something good, it's good for others. It was a sense of feeling, I remember. It's interesting because... This is totally a volunteer hobby for everybody. I mean, everybody's amateurs here. No one's getting paid, and and um, you know, it's not everybody that's a, a superstar on the team that's scoring a bunch of touchdowns. So I always think to myself, man, I hope people that are new to the sport um, they continue with it and they find moments like like that you had. It might not be you're scoring the game winner, but you have something that just keeps that motivation going and. Mm. It's tough, but I want everybody to have some sort of feeling like that. Maybe you get it in practice, maybe it happens in a game, but you got to have those little moments that keep you going because yeah. there's a lot of time that we spend on this sport. Yeah. Very yeah. few games that we play. Handler lite om att ha en lite motivation för att köra. Vem har du lust att bli bättre än? Vem? Hurdan har du lust att prestera i säsongen? För mig själv så startar jag med att Jörgen var väl antagligen den bästa receivern på på laget. Så jag sa att man tror jag måste bli bättre än Jörgen. <laughs> det var det var målet mitt att bli bättre än Jörgen. Uh, yeah, and that that wasn't an easy goal to achieve either because he was hands down my number one. Ja, och det var I mean, because he, he'd played from the very start so and he's tall and talented and good with hands. Mm. Uh, he, he was a great receiver. Yeah. Now he's a 
very good defensive player. Ja, så jag vet jag vet inte om jag är er bättre än någon annan, det vet jag inte, men <laughs> det ska ju vara upp till mig att döma. Men nu nu måste väl målet mitt vara att bli bättre än dig. Så du ska bli väldigt usikker vem du ska starta ett säsong. That can help push me too. Yeah. <laughs> But God, man, it's so nice to have you as a backup quarterback just because now that there's someone else that wants to train at quarterback, I have to incorporate QB drills into practice. Whereas before, you know, I'm the only quarterback, so it's like <sighs> I, I'll either try to find time on my own to do some of these drills, which I never did. <laughs> it was at least an option, but you know, uh, I never got to practice those drills. And I've even found that just in the past month, by doing the drills together with with you guys, it's it's helped me a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna push you. Yeah. You better yeah. keep pushing me. Yeah. All right, we better wrap this up because um, one of the other reasons why I had to uh, do the podcast here today is because our laundry machine in our apartment complex. <laughs> It's been broken <laughs> for like the past three days. Right. And we just kept thinking, well, someone's going to fix it. Yeah. We, we, got a, we got like a janitor maintenance type dude that fixes yeah, these things. He's there. I don't know. You know how it is in this country. On Sundays, everyone's like, oh, good God. I couldn't possibly, couldn't possibly do any work on Sundays. <laughs> so, but we were hoping that it was going to be fixed by today because we have like a mountain of dirty clothes now. So I thought, oh, shit, there's a laundry machine here at the clubhouse. I can do it there. <laughs> so when my alarm went off on my phone, yeah. that was telling me my load of laundry was done. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, it's I'd, here. I'd, 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 oh, yeah, I've already done one. <laughs> I got one that's hanging up on the, the rack here. <laughs> I just kept hoping, God, please don't let anybody else from the club, like, from you know, that I don't know from, like, the soccer teams come in and be like, yeah. hey, man, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> nothing. I was good at Just doing my laundry like a hobo, you know? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Since I got here today, there's been nobody here but me, so thank yeah. God for that. Uh, Although now I see we got the, the old boys out there, they're practicing. Yeah. So I'm going to have to kind of sneak out of here with all my dirty clothes <laughs> well they're not dirty anymore they're clean now yeah. but all right man well that was uh that was good yeah got to talk about the seven on seven um yeah it was a fun time now we just have to gotta throw the pads on and get back to the real style of play i know for the next week uh on tuesday we're going to be inside at shea or i'm sorry at hofslin because they've got a game out here on the field but we have to dedicate this week Primarily to the women's team because they got a camp this this Saturday, oh. so we got to get them ready. And then the week after that, uh, I'm going to be with the national team. Uh, we train in Valhall for let's see Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we travel to Sweden on Thursday and we're home on Sunday. So we better make some plans on how you guys are going to train yeah. while I'm gone. But if you can show up, then we at least have a quarterback. Yeah, that would. Yeah, good, good. All right, man. Thanks for coming today. And uh, the next podcast will be uh, most likely about that women's camp. So uh, I'll try to do that on Sunday. Although next Sunday, Vikings U19, where all of our guys are playing on, they're going to play against Trolls. So that's going to be a good game. It'd be nice if we could get a bunch of people to show up to that one. That should be a good one. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Thanks for coming in, man. Talk breath. Thoughts about the reinvented again. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll be back next week. See you.